This is Retirement Radio with Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Eric provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Radio with Eric Cheek. Hello and welcome back to Retirement Radio. My name is Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. Now, if at any point during the show you want more information, feel free to give us a call at 775-674-2222 or visit us online at nvretirementplanners.com. Now, if you go to the website, you can click on the radio page. You can check out past shows. You can even subscribe to our show on iTunes or Google Play. Now, what we're going to talk about today is spending less in retirement. Most people are worried about how much money they'll have in their retirement accounts. However, many people forget to consider how much they'll be spending in retirement. So in this episode, we're going to talk about your spending in retirement and more importantly, spending perhaps less. Ah, spending less. I know that uh, it doesn't sound like fun, but I know you have a lot of helpful tips uh, to ease that pain for us and uh, to make us understand what we need to do to have a successful and comfortable retirement, uh, spending less is going to help that out. Uh, and you, it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Uh, it can feel good, can it? Well, initially, it always sounds bad. I mean, <laughs> spend less. Ah! <laughs> spending less involves sacrifice, right? Right. Uh, it's like an inconvenient truth for retirement. Likely, you won't be able to spend like you did. This is just common sense. Most people won't be able to spend like they did when they're working. Right. Uh, but predicting what your expenses will be uh, when your paycheck goes away is one of the most difficult pieces of retirement planning. But the main point is you're probably going to have to spend less. Let, uh, now, you can put your pen and paper out and uh, you can try and map out all the expenses from when you're done working, uh, but you won't know how uh, prepared you really are until you've officially retired and your paychecks have stopped. Uh, But here's a bit of surprise. Many retirees actually underestimate how much they'll spend in retirement. Well, that doesn't surprise me, actually. I think think, uh, my wife and I had been guilty of that uh, before working with you and getting all the great strategies. But um, not only then do retirees need to spend less, uh, you're saying they're probably estimating too low on what their expenses will be in retirement, right? Yeah, that's kind of the crux of the biscuit. Uh, you know, there's certainly some things that your spending is going to change. But what I found a lot of times uh, is for new retirees, when they have this newfound time on their hands, uh, their spending will tick up because now they're not at work every day and they can, uh, they can go spend money. I know it gets confusing. So we're going to think uh, about some of the ways that your expenses could decrease uh, once you retire. Uh, and first and foremost, do you commute to work? I know a lot of us do. And there's a lot of hidden costs that come with owning a car. You got your basics like fuel, 
servicing, oil changes, car insurance. Uh, you get the idea. Uh, a lot of retired couples share one vehicle and sometimes even use one driver. So they're only insuring one person. Uh, so uh, this isn't so much about the one-time windfall you're gonna get if you sell a car when you retire. Uh, and it is the recurring savings that you're gonna enjoy during retirement because the little costs that come with owning a vehicle, they're gonna be reduced. Well, yeah. And, and those, usually they are. Yeah, and those little costs you mentioned there, Eric, uh, they add up really quickly, especially when you include servicing, insurance, all that. Uh, and fuel, that could be a substantial amount of savings each month. Especially when I stopped driving my monster truck back and forth to work <laughs> a couple times a month. I mean, that baby. The grave that digger. Gets a, yeah, driving it gets that about, back and forth. Yeah, it gets about, you know, two miles to the gallon. But <laughs> it does. It adds up. And every little bit adds up. Um, another potential savings is downsizing your home. Now, this can be a touchy subject because many people are more emotionally attached to their home. Uh, especially after they've raised their family uh, in it or they've spent time and money working on it. But your home can have plenty of little costs too. You know, when you retire, your appliances don't stop aging. Uh, your refrigerator, uh, you know, it has an expiration date just like the items inside it. But the fridge rarely lets you in on the secret. Yeah. They just quit working. Yeah. Um, you know, so new appliances, repairs, they should be calculated into your spending estimates. And these expenses are often out of sight, out of mind until something breaks. Yeah, well, and they can break. A guy I work with uh, just the other day was telling me how uh, he started his dishwasher in his kitchen, his electronic dishwasher, you know, uh, and uh, walked away. And then when he came back into the kitchen, uh, flames were shooting out the front of it. Oh, I thought you I thought you were going to say, you really got me on that one. I thought you were going to say that it was flooding all over the floor because well, that's see, what I've had with a dishwasher of mine. Well, you know, exactly. I've had that it, too. I've had that yeah. too when a dishwasher goes bad or something happens. Uh, that's why that story was so crazy. Uh, but he swore yeah. it was true. I said, you should have wow. got video of it. Uh, really? Because he goes, yeah, it's just smoke rolling out, flames shooting out of the top part. Uh, and I'm like, oh, that's that's not good. So that's one of those unexpected expenses. And, you know, yep. especially you, you mentioned houses and cars. Those are two big ticket items. And downsizing your home obviously uh, can uh, make a big difference. Uh, what other ideas, though, do you have for us uh, to spend less in retirement, Eric? Well, um, you know, spending below your means could be the most valuable tool in your retirement planning toolkit. Um if you're close to retirement age, you're already there, there's a good chance that your parents were experts at spending below their means, especially those who grew up uh, during the Great Depression. They had to practice spending discretion out of necessity. So without even realizing it, you probably had great role models for managing your spending. Not to say that we uh, followed those role models, uh, but uh, they were. In fact, this is exactly what author uh, Kenton Waits did in his moneytalknews.com article, 10 Money Lessons I Learned from My Depression-Era Dad. Ha, you know what? Something that's funny, Eric, is, uh, boy, when you want to talk about learning uh, how to save or lessons on saving and being more frugal, uh, uh, the the best person to get a lot of advice on that is uh, anyone who was uh, alive during the depression like our either your father or your grandfather uh mm -hmm. somebody who was alive during the depression believe me i've i've heard it all from my grandparents yeah they fixed everything they did, they paid people to do nothing 
I mean, right. whether it was something in your home that broke down or a car or a truck or farm equipment, I mean, those folks knew how to fix everything. Yeah. Um, and really, they, they it was very hard for those people in that area to, uh, in that era, to pay for things because they simply didn't have the money. Right. So what are some tips from that article about what the, this guy, Tom, uh, or I mean, I almost said Tom Waits. That's, an, that's, yeah. a, that's a good artist. Uh, Kenton Waits, that article uh, from his Depression Era dad, what did he learn? Well, a couple lessons that really kind of stick out to me is first, an income increase shouldn't necessarily mean an increase in spending. Uh, Waits' father was a firm believer in saving extra money from pay increases rather than spending it on a new car or a bigger home or inflating his lifestyle because he got a raise. Some of my clients increase a percentage of their paycheck dedicated to their 401k when they receive a raise, for example. So it's a great way to save more while not impacting your take-home percentage. Well, that that's a good point. Uh, what's the second lesson that he learned from his uh, Depression-era dad? Well, the second lesson that I thought was valuable was that savings uh, can be as potent as income. Many people strive to maximize income, but salaries are not totally in our control. However, what we spend is completely in our control. Uh, now, income and savings, they're, they're both equally important. We have more control over our spending and budgeting. Oh, So that's his point there. You use the B word, Eric. Budgeting. <laughs> <laughs> We're not supposed to ever use the B word. People don't like it. You got to say spending plan, right? Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think budgeting is great. I think knowing how oh, much you yeah. spend on a monthly basis is a tool. It and is. It's a good tool you should have instead of just winging it. Yeah. My wife and I, we, we have a budget and boy, it just, it, when we stick to the budget and when we sit down at least once a week and look at the budget, uh, we're in way better shape than when we just let it go, right? I mean, that's, yeah. that's huge. And that's what of you're course. all about is, is planning, having a plan in mm -hmm. place and sticking yep. to it. And uh, and I think that lesson really ties into what we're talking about, spend less in retirement. Now, our time is almost up for this first segment, Eric. Is there anything else you want to share before we take a quick break here? Well, as always, uh, you know, discussing these issues that involve retirement, they can be overwhelming, sometimes nerve wracking, but you don't have to do it alone. Visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com or give my office a call at 775-674-2222 and set up a complimentary consultation. We want to help you prepare for the retirement that you have worked so hard for. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Income Toolkit from Nevada Retirement Planners now by going to nvretirementplanners.com or by calling us at 775-674-2222. Welcome back to Retirement Radio. This is Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. Now, if at any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call. That number is 775-674-2222 or visit us online at nvretirementplanners.com. And again, while at the website, click on the radio page. You can check out past shows and you can subscribe. 
to our show on iTunes and Google Play. Now, today's episode is about spending less in retirement. As we discussed before the break, spending is one of the few things that you can control. Yeah, that's good news right there. And it's important to think about it that way. I never really looked at it that way. But you can't always control what your income is, but you can control how you spend it. Uh, And hey, you mentioned iTunes, Google Play, the website. People can go to your website, click on the radio page. They can listen to this show, past shows. But you're right. They can subscribe and listen to, I think, your entire back catalog of shows on iTunes, Mm -hmm. Google Play, and now Spotify, which is uh, really easy to use and a great site. Uh, so I encourage people to do that. Uh, go to the site and click on the Spotify link or iTunes link. Check that out. Now, back to our topic today, Eric. When we're working to spend less in retirement, what else do we need to be considering? Well, I'll tell you something that a lot of retirees don't want to hear. You need to focus on financially preparing for health care in retirement. This planning has to happen because health is even less predictable than the stock market. Yeah, that's not good. (laughs) I mean, because we all know the stock market, especially as of late, has not been predictable. So you think uh, health is even less predictable than that, huh? It is. I mean, you just never know. Uh, I've been working with retirees for 20 plus years and, you know, someone's good one day and then the next day, you know, I mean, something fast, a stroke, cancer diagnosis, all kinds of things. And uh, if you think you're paying a lot for health care now, wait until retirement. Now, in the absence of an employee-sponsored plan, your out-of-pocket expenses, they can soar. So this is another area that retirees often underestimate when planning for future expenses. And just think about this. Uh, uh, every year, as you age, uh, the likelihood is you'll spend more and wow. even more of yeah. your resources on uh, on, on health care expenses. Yeah, and I think uh, I find it interesting because, and I used to be guilty of this, uh, I used to think, well, when I turn 65, Medicare will cover it and I don't need to worry mm-hmm. about health care costs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's just not true because, number one, you still have premiums, you still have deductibles, you still need additional insurance to make sure you're fully covered. And then that the, the the costs just keep going up and up, don't they? Yeah, and and even with that, so you know the Medicare premium this year is about uh, one hundred and thirty five dollars per person. Sure. And then let's bad. say somebody, uh, yeah, it's not bad at all. That just gives you the basics of Medicare. Uh, now, if you go it alone with just Medicare, you're going to have deductibles and copays that can really just eat you alive financially. So most people will will uh, will add to the Medicare coverage, the basic coverage, uh, a Medicare supplement or Medigap policy. So let's just say that all in, by the time you get a Medicare drug plan and a plan that covers uh, uh, your deductibles and co-pays with Medicare and the Medicare premium, let's just say that you're about $300 a month. Here's the things that Medicare doesn't cover. Medicare does not cover dental work. So uh, if you're looking to get uh, a bunch of... Uh, brand new teeth so you can eat corn on the cob with your grandkids uh, in the summertime uh, you're going to have to allow for dental expenses which can be very very expensive Uh, i'll tell you this you know dentist you never see a a dentist driving a a, an old jalopy beat up rusted up uh, pinto with the optional exploding Uh, gas tank they make really (laughs) good money 
They make great money, yeah. They make great money, and they charge a lot uh, for their services. Uh, you want to get a dental implant that they're advertising so much on television for, those cost about $3,000 per tooth. So they're very expensive. They're good solutions, but uh, Medicare does not cover dental care, and Medicare does not cover uh, when someone is institutionalized in a nursing home whether it's from mobility issues. It's not just people that have Alzheimer's that are in nursing homes. It's folks that just can't get around and walk anymore. So uh, those costs are not covered by Medicare and there needs to be some consideration as to how you would handle those costs in retirement. Right, and I think that really uh, makes sense. And uh, I mean, we're talking about huge numbers uh, that people might have to plan to spend in retirement, especially if you uh, you know, uh, take into account all the different healthcare type expenses you could incur. Yeah. I don't think does uh, does Medicare cover hearing aids? I don't think it does. Does it? It does not. Yeah, and that's it another expensive uh, possible expense for a lot of people. We're all probably you know most people eventually need hearing aids at some point. Yeah, and it only covers eyeglasses if you have surgery that changes the prescription. So if you need eyeglasses, just because your eyes are, are changing as they do, uh, you cover all those costs yourself as well. Um, you know, that article that we were referencing, they, they estimate that a retiree will spend about $280,000 uh, in retirement for healthcare related costs. And of course, you know, those costs are, are, are are just kind of a, a ballpark estimate because someone could be really healthy, not spend a lot, or someone could develop uh, chronic illnesses that just generate large reoccurring bills and, and they could have some kind of health condition that lasts the remainder of their lives that will continuously cost uh, dollars and resources to care for them. Yeah, I mean, we could spend a whole show on the cost of long-term care and nursing home care. Yeah. Uh, that really Which we have, yeah, and we have, yeah, and we probably yeah. will again because it's such an ongoing uh, crisis. And I, I think it's something that we need to be considering. And mm -hmm. I'm sure you bring this up uh, with yep. people when they're planning on what type of expenses they're going to have in retirement, because a number that large could impact almost any budget. Yeah, and there's also another thing that I want to talk about that isn't covered much in the retirement content I've seen. Uh, and it's also something a lot of financial advisors don't fully take into account. And that's the boredom factor in retirement. You know, retirement is great, but the good thing about having a job is that you've got a good chunk of your day plan. You know, the old adage, when you're not making money, you're spending it. And I love this saying, especially for this topic. Right, I, I'm guilty of that too. And you'd mentioned that before that, that you know, once we retire, the problem is, uh, you know, all that free time. When do I spend the most money now? Uh, when I'm not working, Saturdays, Sundays, yep. right? Mm -hmm. uh, yep. And in retirement, every day's a Saturday or a Sunday. So is there anything that can help a retiree out there stick to a budget? Well, one thing that helps a lot of retirees stay on track with their budgeting is finding an inexpensive hobby that'll help them socialize and find structure. Uh, could be something as simple as just uh, joining the local golf course and uh, you know, a couple days a week, they might have a men's club that gets together or a ladies club for that matter. Uh, of course, this schedule probably won't be as rigid as the one you maintain when you're working and that's fine. If you're someone who still maintains a high degree of activity into your 70s, 
you might end up having costs go up in retirement. After all, you've just gained 40 extra hours a week. Wow. Yeah, there you go. And once again, we're up against a break here. We have to take a quick one. Do you have anything else you want to add, Eric, before we take this break? No, uh, other than just uh, at Nevada Retirement Planners, our planning process is truly to provide clients with uh, clarity, uh, especially about these items we've discussed, so they know they'll have a comfortable retirement, the one they've worked hard for. So visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com or give me a call in the office. Set up a complimentary consultation. The number is 775-674-2222. Throughout our working years, we attempt to accumulate as many eggs as possible into our retirement nest. Unfortunately, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a larger retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where their retirement assets should be invested. At Nevada Retirement Planners, we have put together a simple way for you to group your retirement assets. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download a complimentary color of money report at nvretirementplanners.com or call us today at 775-674-2222. Welcome back to Retirement Radio. This is Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. Now, if at any point during the show you want more information, please feel free to give us a call at 775-674-2222 or visit us on the World Wide Web at nvretirementplanners.com. Now we're talking about spending less in retirement as our topic today. We've looked at some ways to spend less, downsizing your home, removing a vehicle from your budget, to some lessons that can be learned from our depression era loved ones. Yeah, you've covered a lot of ground uh, already and uh, these are some great tips, uh, a lot of good options and ideas for spending less in retirement. Uh, what other ideas do you have for us today, Eric? Well, I have one last tip for you, and this bit of advice is for everyone and not just retirement age listeners. Get yourself in shape. Make an effort to reduce the chances of chronic illnesses by exercising regularly and getting that heart rate up. Yeah. According to the Centers for Disease Control, an adult dies from cardiovascular disease uh, or related health conditions like heart attacks every 40 seconds. These deaths account for 31% of all U.S. deaths each year. Yikes. Now, the cost of cardiovascular disease in the United States is approximately $317 billion per year, split between $193 billion in direct medical costs and $125 billion in lost productivity. And those numbers are simply staggering. Oh, it's alarming. I, I mean, uh, you're right. We do need to keep our heart rate up. Now, I was under the mistaken assumption that eating pizza would get my heart rate up. Uh, apparently, well, it, I'm wrong on that. Well, it gets you excited for a few <laughs> minutes, but it doesn't keep the heart rate sustained at that high level. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I've got to keep that heart rate up. My doctor constantly tells me that. So uh, I've worked hard. You have to work out at least 30 minutes pretty steady uh, mm -hmm. and uh, work up a good sweat. And then uh, 30 minutes or more a day and you'll be fine, right? Well, it definitely helps. You know, with these type of costs, the healthier you are, the better your overall financial picture will be in retirement. So there's a great financial incentive to get yourself in a little better shape and being able to spend more of your golden years with your loved ones. There it is. Being able to chase 
your grandkids all over the place <laughs> and uh, and really upset grandma with all the noise and commotion. Yeah, yeah, good point. So uh, basically, I get your point here. Getting healthy, staying healthy can save us money. Uh, I think that's a good uh, observation. Absolutely. I never really thought about that before. Yeah, absolutely. If you're someone who's been exercising for a long time, you might have the same muscle health as someone a third of your age. Now, according to a December 2018 story on National Public Radio's Morning Edition uh, that can be found online at NPR.com under the title Exercise Wins, fit seniors can have hearts that look 30 years younger. A recent study shows that the muscles from a 75-year-old lifetime exerciser resembled the muscles of a 25-year-old. Come on, that's crazy. So, I mean, that's amazing. I, obviously, uh, if you're if you've been exercising your whole life, then you, maybe you've found the fountain of youth. Well, it doesn't mean that your face is going to look like a 25 year old. <laughs> that's true. It Good says point. that your heart muscles. So, I mean, I look at myself in the mirror and I look like uh, I'm actually just beat up some mornings and and look 10 years older than I really am. But physically, I've done some of these tests at the gym because I'm a regular gym user. And they say that my uh, my fitness age is about 37 right now. Yeah, so, you're doing good. Uh, I, you, and, yeah. you, and you don't look old either, uh, Eric. You look a lot You look a lot younger than you are. You're in good shape. Uh, I've got some catching up to do if I want to yep. uh, look that <laughs> good. So uh, I think um, obviously this is a good tip because we all we all should be healthy anyway. Uh, mm -hmm. But I think a lot of us are lagging behind you, Eric, and especially that <laughs> 75 year old who has the muscles of somebody a third their age. Right, man, that's true. According to health.gov, the federal physical activity guidelines, and I quote key guidelines for adults. Adults should move more and sit less throughout the day. Pretty easy to remember that. Some physical activity is better than none. Adults who sit less and do any amount of moderate to vigorous physical activity gain some health benefits. Yeah, there For you substantial go. and sustained benefits, adults should do at least 150 minutes. Oh, wow. That's two hours and 30 minutes to 300 minutes. That's five hours a week of moderate intensity or 75 minutes, one hour and 15 minutes to 150 minutes, two hours and 30 minutes a week of vigorous intensity, aerobic physical activity, or an equivalent combination of moderate and vigorous intensity aerobic activity. Preferably aerobic activity should be spread throughout the week. So a morning walk, a vigorous morning walk. And here's the definition of a vigorous morning walk. You cannot have a normal conversation with the person you're walking with. You have to have just uh, that, that feeling that you need to catch your breath. So it can't be walking at a pace where you can talk about, like me with the latest stock market activity and all that. You have to be huffing and puffing a little bit. But just a 30-minute walk five days a week and look at the benefits you'll get from it. Yeah, that's exactly what my doctor told me. And uh, while you were saying that, I came up with an idea. I think I have a workout plan for our listeners uh, to fill that 30 minutes. You can't talk and walk, otherwise you're not exerting enough energy, but you can listen and walk. And isn't this show about 30 minutes long each episode? 
That's a brilliant idea. There you go. Tune into Retirement Radio and get inspired on your morning walks. Yeah. Yeah, they can go to iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify and subscribe to the show as a podcast, and they can pick and choose. And, uh, Eric, I think you've done over 100 shows uh, that they can choose. With all different topics you can choose from. Mm -hmm. Yep. That sounds like a solid workout plan to me. Yeah, I think so. Well, Eric, uh, as usual, uh, our time has just flown by. Is there anything else you want to add for our listeners before we have to go today? Well, I would encourage our listeners to go to our website at nvretirementplanners.com or give me a call in the office at 775-674-2222 to set up a complimentary retirement checkup. Since we're talking about health benefits, let's call it a checkup today instead of a consultation. Uh, And, you know, we, of course, on the show and in person, we're dedicated to providing you with information that's going to help you make sound decisions and build your retirement on a solid foundation. So if you have questions about today's show or comments, just give us a call at, again, 775-674-2222. And that does it for today's episode of Retirement Radio with our host, Eric G. Thank you for listening to Retirement Radio with Eric Cheek. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Eric Cheek at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit their website at nevadaretirementradio.com. Eric Cheek and Nevada Retirement Planners are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.